This is Cliff Central. Can I just do this the right way? The do way it. the way that do you it. are used to doing it, oh, okay? Do it, uh, cliffcentral.com, I'm Mabale Moloi. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the stage uh, Dumi Morag. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we are sipping tea this morning yes. from 11 to 12. Well, actually, no, 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 no. Um, we must lay down disclaimers. We're yes. not we're not sipping tea at this very moment. Uh, well, you know, tea is a relative term. This is true. And so Dumi arrived this morning for our very first show yes. <laughs> with a teapot. Yeah. And uh, this thing. A teacup. Teacups. Yes. That's the one. And a tea saucer. And you had actual tea. Yes. But then you also have this bottle of um, Patron. Yes. To which you said, well, you can have the tea or you can have the Patron. Yes, it was very, very the Matrix. It was blue pill, red pill. <laughs> to which then I said, we must have the Patron. <laughs> so here we are for our very first show with Tumino Rake and myself, <laughs> Mabale Moloy, on cliffcentral.com. 0861-555-189 if you'd like to jump in on the conversation. Or, of course, you can send your messages straight uh, straight through to WeChat. Mm-hmm. We are Cliff Central on our official account on WeChat. Or tweet us at cliffcentral.com. I'm very excited to be doing a show with you this year, too. I am excited and extremely nervous. Hello, you are also a superstar. Um, Let's not forget this thing. Huh? In certain circles. In this circle, I'm a nobody. I'm <laughs> Today, I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom climbing. of the rung. I'm climbing the bottom. I don't know if I can slip my way to the middle. <laughs> in this industry, but I will try my I, damnedest. I don't know who you would opt to sleep with. I, I offered Gareth, but Gareth <laughs> said he was full. <laughs> but no, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're yes. going to have a lot of fun. Yes. To start off with, let's talk about uh, this past Sunday. Yes. Hey! <laughs> when, when the new show, the new uh, Perfect Wedding Season started... And you know, I mean, you are you are a very loved person when it comes to the show. Everybody's like, Dumi's the one, she must never be replaced. Even though right in the beginning even though right in the beginning when you took over the reins, mm. people were not very kind to Yo, you. No, they were ugly. I like how you say they were not they were ugly. Yeah. They're like, Who this one hasn't skipped a meal? Who this one this ah shame. Yes, I remember. They were hashtagging bring back Pumeza, hashtag bring back Brenda. And then uh, Murake is like, but wait, this is my tender. <laughs> I shall hold on to this, my tender, and you will not tear it away from me. <laughs> and this tender, people came to grow with me within this tender, and suddenly the very people who were showing me hate, suddenly were the ones defending me and championing me. And then they brought you back for season two and then season three as well, yeah. because, you know, as you say, you are the only presenter of OPW to yes. have three seasons, three seasons under her belt. Chum. Why do they do this rotation thing? Why do they keep changing the presenters as much as they do? Hey, when I, I asked, hey, because to be honest, when the second season ended, I did not want to leave. I was still having such a good time and I'd finally figured out what works. So me, I said, but why am I being fired? And they said, no, you're not being fired. We change our presenters all the time so that we can keep the audience coming so we can get a fresh new audience to keep the audience interested. We need to keep changing presenters. I was like, okay, but me, I'm killing this thing. So <laughs> what you're telling me does not make sense. So it means even if I can destroy and just give you ratings that will go through the roof, mm. you're still going to change. Me. Okay. So I left. 
And then while I'm gone, how no, I'm starting to get calls and I'm seeing Twitter, hashtag bring back. Mm. I'm like, hey man, now this thing is serious. So when the top brass, as I like to call them, uh, contacted me and said, would you like to come back? I did not even blink. I said, yes. And then in, in the middle of that season, I just thought, you know what? I love this show. If, if, if I had my way, I would, I would try and buy into the show. But now, isn't this a very hard show to, a, to, to film, to shoot? It's, it's, it's not easy to do. I mean, you but are, once you, you, you found there, your rhythm, what, the whole weekend you are out somewhere. Yeah. Because but, but I have three children and a husband. Don't you think this is exactly where I want to be? No, because... because <laughs> it's escape, it's exile. I'm like, yes, I will take exile. <laughs> it's an unofficial visa every weekend. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes, you know, these weddings, you start with a white wedding and yeah. then the next day it's a traditional yeah. thing. So it really took up your weekends i imagine it did it did um look uh, there was a time we used to space it out it would depend look the last one was very hard because my schedule was very tight so i literally didn't have a break but the first two seasons were very easy because you know there were breaks in between so i wasn't losing all my weekends i was still doing me um but it is i mean a lot of I've, a lot of women send me messages saying oh we hear you're leaving please where can we audition and i'm like you know when you do something really well people think it's easy and they all think they can do it. Mm, and for is, that, mm, I was mm. patting myself on the back going, Morak, you must have done a damn good job for people to think it's that easy. Could a guy ever host that show? A guy could completely host that show, but I don't know how he's going to deal with half-naked women uh, changing. Because I think he'd do that's just a fine. big thing. He'd that's a... just fine. <laughs> 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 you, would, you would appreciate it in all its glory. Um, for me, it's about the personality more than the gender. When you do OPW, you have to be a people's person. You cannot think of yourself as above any kind of person. And you need to be able to read people. And that's why I said in my second season, it was very hard for me to imagine leaving. Because I figured, I, I realized something that I didn't know I had in me. I know how to connect with people. Ooh. I get, because you, sometimes you get those couples who are genuinely boring. Like they, they're quiet. There's no spunk to their personalities. But everybody has a little bit of something in them. And you just need to grow it out. And, just yes. pull out when, that's and when life you're full of yourself and it's all about you and how amazing you are, you're going to miss all of that. So all people are going to get is pretty much the same thing they've seen all the time. So what I love about the time I was on OPW, and I think that's why the people who love me love me, because not everybody loves me. There are still people who've called me arrogant, who've called me sarcastic, who've, who've they've said things about me that say, either you're hearing about the show because you can't afford a dish, or and now you're just drawing conclusions, or you're watching in a funk. Mm. So I realized that what, watching with the intention to find something, yes, wrong to with find you, something wrong because with me. they've already yes. decided that I don't yes. like this one, yeah. And so I'm going to find something pretty to much. Because when I was watching it, I was like, I mean, these weddings are pretty much the same thing. Mm. What I found different is me and the people in these weddings. That's what's been different. And to be honest, that's why I'm excited about Tembisa doing it. I like Tembisa. I think she's got, Tembisa's one of those people who I feel knows how to be chilled and knows how to switch on the funny. Mm. Like she's witty as well. She's not a comedian, but she has that sense of humor. You need a certain level of sense of humor to do this show because people need to be comfortable around you. The couples need to be comfortable. The audience at home needs to feel feel not like you're encroaching but like you're part of this thing mm, yeah, mm, mm. so uh, what i like about her is she I, I 
when I've met her and I've known her for a few years, she's got that lovely personality. And I'm praying that it comes through because sometimes people miss it. Sometimes she will be put under pressure by people who want to make it all about Timmy this, Timmy that, Timmy that. But she is such a strong personality, bruh. Me, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very sorry I missed her this Sunday. By the way, people, I'm not making it up. I actually missed all that uh, excitement of what was going on on Twitter because it was my daughter's birthday. Oh, so, so I am not about the Twitter and the no, Twitterati no. and but I mean, the at, black Twitter at what, on my child's birthday. At, at what age is your daughter at this point? Because are you at that stage where you have to hire like miniature castles and she dresses up, dresses up as that princess from Frozen? Yeah. How do you no, mothers no, do no, this no. thing? No, she must dress like Mujaji at the next birthday. <laughs> Me, I'm problem. Yeah, no, Me, yeah, you are is, every, You must know your culture. This is this is the way forward. Come as Nefertiti. Or you come as judge. No, I always, you um, know, I, I always look at parents and I think to myself, yo, this thing. Looks, no, I'm not that housewife. It looks, oh, okay. There's a difference. You! My bad. Oh, no. Tell you, me the parties you've been to. No, tell me. Because you're, you're not with children. You. No, they're not. So which children's parties were you at and why? Who were you dating with children? No, 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 no. My brother, he is a father of oh. two. And then my late sister also has a child. So they are oh. 10, 5, and 1 year old. Oh. And every time that I go to these things, mm. they look like such hard work mm. for their parents. Mm. So, but I mean, you're saying you're not a house, you're not a housewife. No, me, I'm not domesticated. So are you the one who then phones some, someone if to, I can to, afford to pay other to, people to, to do phone it. a, co- or a coordinator to come yes. through and say, listen, do what you do and then yes. let me know when you're done. Yes. Okay. But you know, part of the reason I believe I will always be rich is that I'm also a bit of a miser. I have a miser streak to me. Oh, so you are rich. But I can do myself, eh? You. <laughs> yes. Let me let me tell you my definition of rich. Okay. If you're not living from hand to mouth, if your debt is way below your disposable income, then yes. And if your debt <laughs> makes sense, that's, that's, my that's, debt that's, debt makes sense. Let me tell you, my debt makes sense. My only debt, my only debt is my house. Okay. So cars paid off. Cars, I don't, why would you pay off a car, bruh? No, I mean, I change my cars every two years. Uh, okay, no, you see now, this is the thing. Some of us cannot afford to change cars to switch them up every two years because I need to, every time you change a car, it's about the upgrade, right? Mm, it needs to be mm, bigger, yes, better, faster, yes, it costs faster, more. Yes. And then you find yourself paying for the car for the next yes, 20 years yes. of your life. Why, but, why are you making this awkward and about me and money? I thought we were talking about my child's birthday. Okay, I will get back to your child's birthday. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying, you openly said that you are, that you are rich and all I was going to say no, was... No, I'll say I'll stay I, rich. When I become rich, I will stay rich. That's what I mean. Okay, I'm right. comfortable. I'm comfortable. No, I was only saying it because me, I would like to be your friend and it has nothing to do with the fact that you've got money. Okay? Just putting you it out there. You must discover a thing called budget. <laughs> me, I learned budget. Uh, lucky for me when I got kicked out of vets because hashtag fees must fall. You? I got financially excluded. No, 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 no. How did you get kicked out of vets? Financially excluded. Really? I couldn't afford the fees. And in that time, I actually got to work. I had the privilege of working for an insurance company. And while I was in that company, I learned so much about money and how easy easy it is to actually live a comfortable life and how as easy it is to constantly be in debt. So are you saying that the rest of us are making it hard on ourselves yes. to not live a comfortable life? Yes. How so? You are. How? You, are. you know, especially for us Dak Zambanis, it's a sad thing about my people of the soil. Dak Zamban, oh gosh. No, but if the money coming into my account every month eh. and the money going out, if those if those balances are skewed, uh, then how am I going to how am I making it difficult for myself maintaining my lifestyle? Because you're too busy showing people you're getting paid. No, you I'm, to show people no, even I'm you not. You can afford. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, Do you know from the time I, I I was earning as little as a thousand five hundred rand a month, I had a principle of sixty five percent of my money was saved, thirty five percent was what I was spending, 
And if there was anything I really wanted, I had to decide if I can't, if it can't come out of this 35%, do I need it or do I want it or do I want to need it? And I would always, always say, I don't need this thing. I'm going to walk away. Because, you know, I started working not because I wanted to, but because I'd been kicked out of it. My sister still had to finish school and my mother had had her mental breakdown. So she wasn't even functional. So it was a matter of, to me, you must, you must decide now. Are what you are you the do? only child at home? How many of you? I'm home? my mom's firstborn, and my sister. It was just me and my sister on my on my mom's side. My dad has his own family on the other side of the world with you know my brothers and sisters and stuff. So I had to step up, and so that's when I learned this thing about money. That it's about how you do it, hey? Because mm. I even planned how am I going to pay back vets? Because I, I I planned. I had a five year plan of this. How I'm going to pay back this money? Because at the time it looked huge. So by the time I paid it back and went back to school, it was like yo. I know. You plan these things, they actually happen. And it took me less than five years to actually pay it off and go back to school and finish my degree on my own rents. Now, what was the difference between you and, let's say, another young girl in your position at that time in her life, you deciding you're going to do this on your own and you're going to do it the right way versus somebody saying, actually, I'm just going to find a man who will do all of this for me, who will pay all of this for me. Because, you know, this is a big problem that... um, yeah. You need to have a level of arrogance. That young women <clears throat> No, I thought very highly of myself. With. No, I had a, I had a very I had a very high 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 idea of who I am and where I'm going. Uh you know when you meet people and they tell you how amazing your mother is because before even my mother died, people kept telling me how awesome she was, how smart she was, what a pioneer she was. Um first girl to drive her own car in her hood because she came from a village in Tabanchu called Ramakar. She was the first woman there to own her own car. First professional nurse, all those, like I've met nurses now who come to me and they say, do you know I'm a nurse because of your mom? Matrons. Mm. I met a doctor who said, do you know I learned more from your mom than I did in, in medical school on some level. So when, when, when somebody sets the bar that high yeah, for I was like, you, Yo, this you, woman has set you, the bar. you can't be a disappointment. Next thing people are talking about, yeah, she's the daughter of <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, what, this thing. What went wrong? Yeah, so, so that was for me. I, I felt like I don't, I don't have a choice. I must, I have to be amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's... That was the difference. But also I have pride, eh? I have pride. Ask anyone who's dated me. It's, it's probably the most annoying thing about me is I just have a serious pride. Even to ask you for 10 rand to pay for my parking will be a problem. You won't do it. No, my friend. No, now I must get a sugar daddy who then when he demands that I must open legs, I must open. No, no you know friend. what? I have, I have the same, and I'm going to call it a problem because um, in previous relationships that I was with, the guys eventually had a problem with the fact that I wasn't making them feel needed mm. in the way that they want to. Yes. You see? Yes. But I'm also like you. Like, I don't like asking for help yes. from the next person. Especially if it's something you know you really can't do yourself. And then they would say, no, but then the problem lies with you because, you know, I'm supposed to be your partner in this and I'm supposed to love you. And so, therefore, if you need something, da, 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 da. And I said, yeah, but it's not about you. You know, that, that famous <laughs> yes. line, it's not yes. you, it's me. No, it's really just about the fact that I need to feel like I am in control the whole Did, time. Yes. Is it a control freak issue? It could be, but tell because me this. Because that for me is... is, is but is, did they come to you and make they, you feel like you need, they needed you? No. Exactly. Yeah. So then, yeah, why, yeah you see, so, no, yeah. Why must I justify? I'm sorry. No. Um, I need to be my own person. It's important to me. You know, when my mom found out that Mpo had proposed to me, she, she was like, what to me? To me, you're too free. I can't believe someone actually, how are you going to be married to me? You're just, you're too free, man. Mm. <laughs> and I never understood it. And now I do. Because I think even in my marriage to a degree, it's still a bit of a struggle. It's a, it's still a push and pull thing with me in that, um, he's there and he supports me. But there are times where I'm like, eh, eh, 
I don't need you to hold my hand. Leave me alone. But then you have to go ish. Yeah. But I mean, this thing of, of getting married. Uh, how old were you when you, when you, when you did the deed? When you, <laughs> yeah, when I got married. You know, when you, how old was when I? you were playing all the single ladies uh, to all the, the girls who were at your wedding and making them catch your bouquet. <laughs> 2009. How old was I in 2009? I, I just turned 34 last year, December. So 2009, I was. Um, twenty. Wait, two thousand and nine was seven years ago, ne? Um, yes, it's twenty sixteen. So yeah, I was oh gosh, 27. I was still calculating from twenty fifteen. I was twenty seven. Oh wow, is I was twenty seven. I was twenty seven when I got married. Is um, is that is that is that young? It, like no. when people talk about getting married, they, there's there's always this thing. Ah, but you're too young. What is that age where they say you're too young? And I think twenty one. Eh? Because when I think of myself as a 21-year-old, I mean, that's the point where you're finding yourself. And I can't imagine finding myself in the middle of marriage. Because when you're in marriage, you still have to find yourself with this person in that context. And then sometimes you have to find that person. And because, you find that. You, you, go, <laughs> you go separate directions. Yes. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. We have to find each other and get back to the common place. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny, you know, when people call him point they're like, oh, you know, you guys are such a perfect couple. And oh, you guys make marriage look so fun. Like, yeah, if you guys knew how much blood and sweat goes into this yeah, thing, no. it's rough, huh? Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, because like, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of literature that I come across is, these days will say things like, um, men. I think mostly men, but also more more and more these days, women now are putting off getting married to mm. much later stages mm. in their lives. Mm. In December, I attended my sister in law's uncle's wedding. Now he is forty something. I can't remember. And the bride is 37. Mm. And I remember people making a big deal about the fact that, oh, but you know, they're so old. And I was thinking, no, they're not. They're what? Like, Too old for what? It, it makes, it, for me, it makes sense mm. to hold it off until mm. a later stage versus doing it, you know, when you're closer to 21, like you said, which yeah, you I said is too I think old, they, I think old is always a problem around if you're going to make babies. If you're saying you want to have babies. Yeah. Because you can't be 75 trying to change a, chase a five-year-old. I mean, my dad, my dad had my younger sister when he was 63. See, like, he can do that. No, but he can't. I was like, but my ninja. No, but the- how long are you expecting to live? Then now we must be paying college fees. Where will you better live to a hundred? <laughs> because now <laughs> you're having this child when you're 63. But, um, no, man, no, I, I, it's about whether you're ready or not. I, I know a couple. I can't remember who's telling me about, but this is, this is couple where she is independent. She's a doctor. She's got money. She's had a baby with this guy. He's also independent. He's, he's, very financially okay. But they live in separate houses. They're in a relationship. A very serious relationship. But they've both agreed they're literally not ready to get married. But they love the way their relationship is right now mm. with them as bays. And they have this child. And, you know, she and the child go to his place on weekends and whatever. But pretty much she lives in his, her space. He lives in his space. And I'm like, you see, that's keeping it real. Are they, are, they, are they never going to get married? Have they decided that that's not something that they want? Or? My feeling is at some point they will. You know, I was watching Common's thing. Uh, they, were, they were interviewing Common and one of the things he said about his breakup uh, with Serena was that she still had a lot of life to live. And some people are like that. You still got a lot of life to live. I've met a 45-year-old who's like, my, my, you know, you're still nowhere near ready to get married. <laughs> and, and to his admission, he's like, yeah, I still love women. You know what? I'm still having a good time. I, 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 I admire and respect that a little bit. There's a song by Jay-Z, mm. Lost Ones, mm. where he raps about how he was into Beyonce and he wanted like serious things from the relationship 
way before she did because she was still this rising star and she was still coming into her own mm. as this powerful woman. And he basically says in the song that, you know what, I had to basically let her go to go and do her thing, to mm. be great. Mm. And then only when she was ready was she going to come back and do this marriage thing? Yeah. And he raps about that in, in, in the song. Yeah. Do you, man? Sometimes I still want to go hang off a chandelier with a young something, something wow, there, you know. Vintage. Show me things there. And then you want me now to go sit down in marriage in missionary positions. No! <laughs> Give me time <laughs> to play a little bit. Yeah. I don't, I, people who force matters. But you know, family pressure as well. Sometimes business. I mean, geez, uh, you know, there was a guy in corporate who was telling me about how when a guy walks in and he's wearing a wedding band, it's very different from a guy who walks in not wearing a wedding band. That's the difference. In terms of someone, it's like, it's almost like they're gauging how, how serious you are, how committed you are, your, your ability to commit. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, no, but I'm thinking, on, but the wedding ring is used in clubs to pick up women. I mean, come yeah. on. I have a single friend who wears a wedding ring to clubs. Because he knows that it's like, what, what's the saying? It's a, it's a Flies to honey. Is that what they say? Dude, like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, say it, say it, come on. We are jumping from topic to topic, but <laughs> I wish a single woman out there could explain to me why single women feel the need to rescue married men. I... And they all want to rescue them. It's like they see the ring and they go, shame. Listen, I'm, I'm a single woman. Tell me, why do you and want to rescue married no, men? No, but I have never messed with married men. In fact, I try and avoid them like the plague I because I just don't need to be wrapped up in that kind of drama. You know, there's this thing of... It's fine. It doesn't have to mean anything. I'll just do a quick in and out and yeah. then everything will be fine. Yeah. But a lot of the time what tends to happen in these situations is people catch feelings Ish. and then now it's a thing. And then now all of a sudden the fact that this man who you knew had a wife, now the fact that he has a wife has now become a problem mm. for you and you're making demands of him always been married, in, yeah. in, you know, in ways that he's just not prepared to. I, I mean, a lot of the time these people don't leave their wives. Okay, so you like, you like the ring because it gives you freedom. Then suddenly you don't want the freedom. You want to be the one. This is when people get out, step out of their lanes. Ne? <laughs> yes. This is when I start to get pissed off. I'm like, but can we remain in yeah, our lanes? Yeah. But it's very difficult to do that when feelings are now involved. No, but feelings must be strong. Then you must just, for me, it's fine. You've got feelings. You put yourself in that position. Why must it be my problem? Why must you now phone me and tell me things? If you've got feelings, then you and your guy must now revisit your tender that you've agreed upon mm. and decide how you're going to now, cater, uh, what was the word, you're going to now uh, tailor it to fit these feelings you've got. <laughs> it must still not affect my marriage. You understand? Mm. And don't take your fights to the streets. Me, if there's one thing I hate, is when the women then take the fight to the streets. And I'm like, but your contract, guys, the contractor is that guy, not you two. So why is the beef with you two? But I mean, ah, isn't it? No, you know what? This is a good point you make. Are people thinking that it is normal these days to, to take, to take your laundry to the streets? Yeah, but I'm sorry. No, but this is what people do. That's why, that's why we read about gossip and scandal on Twitter and Facebook and that kind of thing is because seemingly people think that it is completely okay to out your cheating boyfriend or. I like old like school this morning, side chicks. This morning on my timeline. There is apparently this, this girl posted a tweet about how a friend of hers was in a relationship with a guy for five years and she has just discovered now that this guy is getting married like next week or something. Oh my God. So people, people are now saying, but how are you in a relationship for five years with someone and you don't know? Uh, living that, a double life is easy, guys. No, but this is a question, though. How does friend, that happen? Do you know I have a friend who found out her man was getting married because he was driving her to work. She opened the cubby hole for some reason, 
and there was an invite in there, a wedding. In fact, it was a wedding invites, and they cascaded out because he just shut them in there. And there were invites to his wedding because he was on the rounds handing them out, and he was dropping her off to go finish off his rounds. But now were these, were these two in a, in a relationship? In a for proper a long, relationship, like, she didn't long-term even know. Yeah, committed two years thing. been together. So it happens. And it's also, girls, let's not lie to ourselves. We are very good at justifying things where you go, No, but it's because. It's very weird. I've never met his mother, but she is a strange woman. Like you will, you will justify and justify and justify until you see him in the newspaper with a chick in a white dress and it's not you. And isn't it that, um, women always like they talk about women's intuition mm. like you know man mm. you always know when when well, your partner but is but you can shut it up eh? you or, can shut it up uh, or, or maybe you could just deny it or, mm. or pretend like actually no it's it's not happening but or it doesn't exist but these things happen now my theory is if I'm eating and I'm still enjoying do you boo do you just keep giving me what you've been giving me don't let that relationship with that other person affect what me and you are doing. How do you deal with it in singlehood? Like, sometimes I wonder if I was single right now, uh, what kind of girlfriend I would be. Yeah, I this think is be a problem. No, this is this is treacherous water because these days, you know, we 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 we're loving this idea that we're like very independent and modern women. Mm. And, you know, I'm feminist and I don't give a fuck what any man is going <laughs> to say about me, and I will do what I want. <sighs> and then you find yourself in situations where you are supposed to be maybe in a relationship with someone but then there are also like maybe three other players on the side and then you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself okay is this is this right Mm -hmm. is this normal Mm -hmm. am i a hoe because Mm. you know that whole hoe thing Mm. has really messed us up as women Mm. but then you you say to yourself yeah but I'm not anybody's wife. Yes. I'm not even anyone's mother. You know, I'm not anyone's mm. anything serious. And he's being honest with you about it, right? And you're going in knowing about the other three. No, and you interrogate, right? You don't always. I, uh, no, well, I mean. For me, it must be agreed upon. So it must be no. open No, if book. we are eating, you must say, yeah, baby. So we are eating, but you know, I've yeah. got these three. Look, on the ma- side. no, 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 no. Look, maybe, maybe there's, you establish with this one person that, listen, this is nothing serious because I'm not looking for anything like that. Mm. But then do they need to know that there are also other people on the side that yes, you're having playtime with? Ah, in these days of things that can go wrong, I feel like you need to put all your cards on the table, my honey. So, but I mean, my belly, do you love sex? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> no, but you love sex. No, Everybody loves it. Ever, like, ever. Some people love it in the moment, but they're not. They're not like, oh, if I can just. <laughs> then there are people who <laughs> they're not waking up in the morning, yeah. wiping the the, the the saliva from their lips, going, yeah, no. What? How? Lo- how much longer until yeah, I wait, get this thing again? Is no, I love sex. It's enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. So if you're getting a man who's giving you that, he's not giving you stress, and you can actually have a conversation with him. Yes. Oh, you don't want conversation. You just want good times and then you must go. Well, okay, here's the thing. Um, do we, can we get everything that we want from one person? No. I'm a married woman. I must very categorically answer this question. As I sip my tea. Because maybe, maybe the conversation is good with person A, but then the sex is not so great. I, I and then, and then maybe you decide that actually, no, the sex needs to be great, even though this conversation is awesome. And so then you think, no, I must leave. I'll be honest. I can be physically attracted to you, but the minute you open your mouth and you're David Beckham, um, I, it's a turn off. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep with you beyond maybe once or twice. There's a word for that. 
um, women who are attracted, who are aroused by a man's intelligence. Mm. Because you know that we, we come up with these, news, with these new words every now and again. Mm. What is it? Spono something or mm. so, Okay, anyway, I'll, I'll Google it. But carry on. Yeah, I, 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 some women, I, we need, I don't know, man. No, but this is, the, getting back to my original question, um, could, do you then, is it possible to get everything that you need from one person or is it a case of compromise? Like, let's say there are 10 things that you want mm. and you can only get six out of mm. said person. And then you think, mm, 60%, I can work with that. It's good. Yes, you I'll can, stay. You can do without There's the no way ones. that you're going to get 100% from a person, right? That's just, we're not perfect. Yeah. And you get different things at different times. I found in marriage, I mean, being married like six years, going on seven now, I've, and we, we were dating for a good seven years before we got married. So I've literally been with my man for like a good 13 years. And what I found is you get different things from them at different times. You grow, things change, you know, mm. and sometimes there are certain things that are lacking from you and from him, you know, and the, the other stuff has to outweigh. It's the minute that stuff, the good stuff starts outweighing, the, well, the bad stuff starts outweighing the good that you start going, what are we doing here? Mm, it's no longer it's feasible not, for, uh, I'm not getting as much returns workable. for mm. my investment. And that's honestly in marriage. Sometimes I wish when we were dating, my husband and I had actually done couples counseling. I think couples are serious about each other. Honestly, should start doing couples counseling, even if you're not married, even if you're not planning on getting married, but you're serious about your relationship and enjoying where it is. And you have problems that you feel the person is worth working through couples counseling. I promise you, you know, there's certain skills that you get. There's a certain way of listening that you learn this. There's so much, brah. Cause also, I don't know. I feel like, are you saying it? We talk past each other a lot as people. Yeah. And we shout at each other because Mm. sometimes in the moment, all I really want to do is, to be heard and mm. I'm not really listening to what mm. you're saying because mm. right now this moment is about me. Mm. You must hear my mm. point of view. Mm. This is what I want mm. to say. Mm. Hey, we're being deep now, my buddy. Okay, Noah, you deep? know what? Let's let's How did you move from sex to deep. Let's sip on, on more of this patron. Uh we're <laughs> sipping tea. It's myself, Mabale Muloy with Dumimurake. Um Sbeko says on WeChat, Hooray, Dumimurake, Asambe Soyolala. Junna we You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful and fun. I just need one night with you. My oh. husband is Ghanaian. That bottom half is Ghanaian. Oh. There is nothing left for you. Oh, Baba. Okay. Like, All right. No, okay. You don't want to throw a, a, a cucumber <laughs> into a bucket. <laughs> it is, this is only, this is now tailor made for West Africa. If you were West African, <laughs> yeah, no. maybe we could talk. Okay. Unfortunately, ah, we're going to carry on sipping some more tea. And this back was very judgmental. Can you please talk about Proverb and his damn cheating wife? Please, you were not there. You don't know what happened. You don't know the circumstances. Oh. Sweet guys have sides as well. And it's not just, you know, I always feel like people must just sometimes just sit down and calm down. We, we can't just jump to conclusions and judge people. This is not the fifth, this is not the 1800s. You know, people like to claim this moral high horse of theirs. Let's talk about that next because that is a uh, that is like opening the floodgates. Okay. We need to make peace, me and you. All right, okay. We just started. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sip on more of that patron. Clipcentral.com. It's date night, and your wife wants you to bring Ray to bed with you. Hmm? You suggested Tyrion, or maybe even Sheldon, if she fancied something a little different. But no, Ray Donovan, it is. So you get your tablet and you meet her in the bedroom. Because with Showmax for 99 Rand a month, you get to watch full seasons of the biggest series. On the couch, in the kitchen, in bed. Online, anytime. So get to Showmax.com and get your seven-day free trial. 
This is CliffCentral.com. With myself, Mabale Muloy, and Tumimurake, and we're sipping. Wait, Aski, see. Mm, she's been sipping a little too much of the patron. Yeah, listen, I actually spilled. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I spilled because, you know, we're sipping tea, but we're actually sipping Patron today mm. because, you know, first day, first day at work. It's a big, and, and then she pours another one. It's a big day at work. You must start it off with a bang. You must start it off proper. And then now I've spilled this Patron all over my skirt. So I'm smelling like a, pro, a, a person who's got serious problems in life and who just cannot deal. Okay. Sorry about that. I- Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to hook up the telephone line here because somebody wants to talk to you. Oh, is it? Hang on. Okay, let's just do this. Uh, what if it's uh, yeah, SARS? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Primrose. Hello to me. Hello, Mabale. Hi. Primrose, you sound a little young to be listening to this show. <laughs> OMG. Primrose, are you 11? Yes, I am. OMG, I can just hear that 11 in your voice. How are you? I'm good, and you? Cool. What's up? I'm good. Mm-hmm. What are you getting up to today, Primrose? I mean, you guys aren't back at school for a while. What are you going to do today? Besides torturing your parents. Oh. Mm. I'm doing my homework. Oh, I love you. Oh, my you. gosh. You see, I love Primrose. you so much. I love people who do that. I love... Because I, I, my kid is doing the same thing. My boy is six. He's going to big school this year. He's going to grade one. Are you... Okay. And he's been doing maths and English every day. Wow. Um, over so, the holidays. So... Going to grade you should like go get a bachelor flat already you are like totally <laughs> old <laughs> primrose um what homework are you doing are you doing maths biology what are you what are you into maths content and english wow mm-hmm. nice nice what do you want to do when you finish school Sister John Rhodes primary school. oh you go to Sister john roads they must rename your school. <laughs> you know, you know, Primrose. When one day when you take over the country, you you will make sure that they rename the school. Primrose, have a lovely day. Thank you very much for calling us. Okay, you have a good day. Okay, love you, Primrose. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, you see. Hey, we must regulate what we talk about. This eleven-year-old. Wait okay. a minute. Uh, can 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 Primrose's mother just send us her bank details? We will. Send we will you take care of this matter. There's no need that to get <laughs> lawyers involved. It really was very harmless, and you know, it's very innocent. We're preparing Primrose for the real world. <laughs> we are looking version patrol. But now, oh yeah, no, yeah, it's absolutely. It's Zero alcohol content in this. Hang on. Why are your children doing homework on the 5th of January when they're on holiday? Again, this is when I'm going to start speaking to my people of the soil about Dak Zambai. <laughs> Please, it is time we, we take back. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 man. This is a public service announcement. No, oh, hang on. Does, does anyone, has anybody ever gotten upset when you say Dak I think they want to get upset and then I go, eh, but she's but right. This is the truth. <laughs> this is gospel. <laughs> Say it. We need to give our children that culture of learning. You need, you cannot make it the sole responsibility of a school to teach your child that they must make it a habit that they do their work, that they make it a habit that they open a book and read it, that they make it a habit that they're ahead of everyone when they get to class. Because you want your children to have that 
that that confidence you want them to have it as easy as possible in school let their only struggle be pimples and and uh, i don't know scarfing braces that is hot, and braces yeah don't let it be hey, kind of one plus one especially for me especially foundation phase in this country i mean <laughs> can't stop laughing <laughs> especially in a country where foundation phase is so atrocious i'm sorry this country's education system i'm not so worried about high school foundation phase is a bloody problem where children cannot understand the simple principle of division addition multiplication and subtraction so holidays my kids know you are not going to touch that ps4 you are not going to touch uh, 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 the TV. You are not going to go anywhere near the trampoline. You're not going anywhere near the jungle gym until you've done at least your two books of Kumon. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just help your kids. Read with them. Like, yeah. my kids have a library. Someone came to my... Actually, there's a white lady who said to me, I- I'm sorry, no, no offense, but where does this culture of reading come from with you? Because I, we've never what, known black, you, people black people to be readers. And she wasn't being offensive. I understood exactly what she meant because she was very surprised. My kids have a full-on bookshelf but i mean you're not even talking about ebooks and this digital stuff on you're talking about hardcover i I have audio books for them yeah because also don't pretend children are not children sometimes they're genuinely not in the mood their minds are not there i put audio book on they listen to lama lama mrs mama you know and we're following it because we see that it's a book but they still have this thing of reading is fun you understand i saw a tweet over just before christmas i can't remember now who was the gentleman who posted this tweet and he he was um, promoting a series of books that have now been released in Sesotho, Sazulu, all the all the vernacular mm. languages, which you know is very difficult to 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 get access to that kind mm. of literature in in our mother tongue. And he tweeted and said, "Guys, please support so and so. She's just released this series." Mm. And the one guy responded and he said, "Oh, he said buy these for your kids for Christmas." And the one guy responded and he said, "Buy your kids books for Christmas." Why do you want to torture the children? They're already being tortured at school. Christmas is about games torture. and toys. Torture. That is upon which then you say, say <laughs> can you DM me your address? I, I would like to come to you and give you a hug. I just want to find you and hold you. But because <laughs> this is... But, yeah, but I mean, it's very, it would be very difficult to not make that. You make it fun. <laughs> You make it, f- but this is why I'm saying if you make kids see that the book is not their enemy, they're going to grow up loving books. They're going to not just learn to pass. They're going to learn to know. And then we're going to have leaders and we're going to have kids who pass well, who are also not passing to go and work for someone who are passing to be entrepreneurs because now they think big. They think outside. My, my six year old quotes Dr. Seuss. Mm. My, my two year old is counting up to five. That's a badass two year old. You don't mess around. <laughs> My middle child picks the books he wants you to read. He will tell you the titles of the books he wants you to read him. You, you, you teach your children these things, guys, because we want our children. Education is everything. We need to build Africa. Africa is still raw, guys. We are still a raw material. Hey, I get very passionate about this thing because I just feel like we have such potential and you cannot have people calling education and books torture. And How? We've got torture is if you have to read supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> That's torture. Simply because you don't even know the movie from which it comes. Were you always, did you always know that you were going to have children? Because I'm, I had I this... knew, I always thought I would have them in high school. Thank you, Lord. That I only had them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, I man. You were going to get a serious head start hey, there. No, no, no. Because every time that I'm talking to my grandmother, she makes me feel 
like a very bad person because of and I don't know if I'm going to have children one day. It's fine. People, when I was with him, Paul, seven years into our relationship, we didn't have a child. And people are saying, King, are you sterile? Yeah, what's wrong with are you? Are you guys, you can't tell me this is a condom all the time. Mm. And I was like, why not? Why don't you guys have a child? Do Am I wearing a ring? Am I settled? Why must I have a child? To show who what? Mm. He must know the goods work. Yeah, he must figure it out. <laughs> Even me, I don't know if his goods work. I don't know if he knows how to raise a child. Mm. So... And then, and now you've got three of them. Is yeah, it okay? But not on people. <laughs> <laughs> By accident. Is it um, not on people? Oh, sorry, I, I mean, I mean, besides the obvious hard parts of being a, a mother. Yeah. Tell me, are mothers still bearing like the the majority of the responsibility of running the household and raising children? I mean, is it because you know times are moving? I, but then, but then, is it still a case of you maybe doing seventy percent of the work? I don't know. I don't, I can't speak for the general. I've got a very special husband. I've got a very unique husband who has, who actually takes on most of that responsibility because hashtag mama work. Okay. Papa work too. Yeah. But mom, papa acknowledge mama work. Mm. So if the workload is heavy on me, he takes over. And when the workload is heavy on him, I take over. It's a handover situation. My husband is a feminist. I tell people all the time I married a feminist. Yeah. Mm, he's all about women empowerment, that man. He's all about, I don't know, like, he, it fascinates me, the, the the level to which my husband reveres women. That's special. I know, that guy, he's, he's, he's that guy, if we ever get divorced, he's that guy, I'm like, Baji, then you have to be my friend forever. But now, and that bitch better take very good care of you because I will come back and fetch you back. But have you ever actually been friends with any of your exes? Maintained a solid friendship with no like extras, nothing. It's just the 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 romantic relationship came to an end, but then you carried on as friends. See, I still I have never been I have never maintained a friendship with any of my exes. I mean, I talk to some of them every now and again, Mm. like, "Hi, Mm. how are you?" Bye. There's no daily, hey, what's up? Do you want to grab a drink or listen? I need your help with this. No. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if if that's because it's just not humanly possible. Hmm. I've, there are a couple who are. But with I'm your husband, with. you feel like you could maintain with him. Friendship. I could because yeah. I married my BFF, man. He's my BFF. He really is. Um, he's. You need to marry someone like that. I I always say to my friends, they're like, I really want to get married. I want what you have. And I'm like, marry your friend. Mm. And by marry your friend, I mean you have to marry someone who knows, who knows you, who knows the worst of you and knows the best of you and is cool with it. A guy you can tell, I think my man will hot. I really think Kamufila diamond or hot. And for him to go, yeah, I don't see what you see there mm, in, in mm, too much. Mm. Not someone who goes, oh, oh, via, hey, via, via. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Someone you can have hard conversations with, but also laugh till your belly aches with. I, that's my guy. Uh, Roddy on Twitter says, hi, sister, you look good, my sister, mind to share your secret. Now, this is a good question because when you came into the studio this morning and you were walking up our stairs and you came in here and it looked like you needed a walking stick because hey. you were limping, hey. and, you know, you were in all, all hey. in all kinds of pain. Hey. What's, what's, what's the deal here? No, me, I'm gymming. I am gymming with a lovely young man called uh, Sechaba. You'll find him on Twitter uh, under 16 stitches. And does he have a six pack? It, it, he has uh, all kinds of packs. <laughs> Even his six pack has a six pack. Like he, we, we do a lot, we we do simple workouts. Uh, we work with kettlebells and nothing else. Um, just my whole, my own body 
and kettlebells. And so we restarted. I gym, I work out because I, I, I realized that I can't diet, guys. I tried dieting. It does not work for me. I, I have one of those bodies where if I go on a diet, I literally will have to go to a dietitian or an endocrinologist what, what, and have them put me on something because normal diets just don't work for me. But I mean, is that because you were eating like cabbage soup for breakfast and then an egg for lunch and some like like I couldn't. a cup of you know, rice I for tried, dinner? Baba, but because you know you've you've got it like the. But you know what my problem is as well. Me, I grew up when I was growing up with my grandmother when I was in primary school. I was eating organic. Like you know, people think white people came with organic. No, dude, always had organic. Dude, my mother, my mother uh, at grew home. Up organic. My mother at home. Okay, well, not so much these days because of the drought. Shame. Mm. But we grow our own vegetables at yes. home. Everything. Like, we mm. don't buy vegetables mm. from the shop. We've got yeah. everything. Pumpkins, mm. spinach, damati, millies. We've got, like, the yeah. whole lot. My and father it's, lo- it's a big-ass garden. Still does that. Yeah. 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 So, I think for me, it's because I, I messed with my body. Coming from that environment to here where we are fast-fooding and, you know. So, I grew up on, there were cows in the yard. We were milking them, mm. si- uh, si- uh, sifting that milk ourselves, churning mm. butter. How do you do that? Having our... Dude. I mean, after you milk the cow... Let's, what, let's, what let's are, visit someone with a with a, with a farm. What are you supposed then, to do with the milk after you've you, squeezed you, you it basically, out of the... Yeah, you squeeze it out, then they bring it in the bucket. It's so smelly. I hate the smell of freshly from the breast cow milk. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't lie. To this day, I can't get that smell out of my mind. <laughs> okay. And then what they did is we used like... Kohai would use a sieve or use a simple fatuku if it was not sieve. And then you just sift out the top of that milk. Ne? Yeah. Now, this is where pasteurizing comes in because we boil the milk. <laughs> You boil the milk because you're killing all the stuff in yes, there that shouldn't in be it, in yeah. there. And then we, we keep the milk in the fridge. And then there'd be some of it that would be left to make inkomas, <sighs> you know. Uh, we would make steam. You know we call it steam? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'd make steam. We'd chase the hen in the house so that we can catch it. My grandmother would break its neck and then cook it for hours. Have you ever, have you ever uh, broken? I could in, never. Yeah. I was always happy to hand it over, but I never wanted to be there for the killing. I was there for one killing. I never wanted to be near it again. Yeah. So uh, I like good food and I like, fo- and for that reason, I like food that's rich, that tastes good. So I've decided I must work off my energy. The biggest thing I've done, because people have asked, how have I lost the weight? Because I haven't lost as much weight as I wanted to. Hey, I've actually gained two over the holidays. So now I have 10 kilograms to lose. Ah, that's I only nothing. have eight to lose. Two now kilograms. No, but that, dude, that gives me t- two more to lose. Anyway, but my thing is, uh, the biggest thing I would say if someone's trying to lose weight is trust me, give up sugar. And if you really love the taste of sugar, buy xylitol. Trust me. Xylitol is the best way if you're trying to wean yourself off sugar. Just take that. You start taking too much of it. You start getting the runny dummy. You start taking less and less of it. You end up actually giving up on sugar. And I found alternatives to the things I like. Which is what? Like I used to overeat uh, salt and vinegar chips. Now I buy myself those mini rice cakes. Mm-hmm. The salt and vinegar. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Satisfied. It's I even delicious. eat less of that than I would eat of the chips. And I'm done. But I drink lots of water and I gym, guys. I work out three times a week. No, that's serious commitment. It's not even a lot, eh? Three times a week is not a lot. I mean, there are seven days in a week. And yeah, I'm only working out three of those seven days. Because what do they recommend these days? But then again, they also keep changing their minds. You yeah. know, it's like, first it was aerobic workouts and now yeah. it's, no, you must do straight training. But you training must listen to your body. Because I did straight training, it worked for a time and then it stopped working. And that's when I switched to kettlebells. And that's helping because you're working with muscle fibers. 
And I've stopped making my obsession getting getting thin. My obsession is getting stronger. So every time I can feel I'm stronger, I feel like there's a difference. And I see, oh, look, this dress is loose. I need a smaller size. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, I was wearing size 42, 44 at some point. And right now I'm like in a comfortable 38, 40 for my hips because the hips don't lie. Well, these, you know, these, <laughs> these hips and, so, yeah, once and this part. Once I can fit into a size 36, 34, I'll be happy. Because you know that those girls are like, I want to be a size 32, yes. Me, I just want to be thick. Mm. I want that thickness. You, you know when you're wearing a costume. Very careful, yes, yes. You know when you can yeah. see this guy is swallowing saliva because he's going, <laughs> Tok, chunk, kena, mola. That's the hot I want. Saliva. No, I understand completely. Mm. I want my men must still have something to hold on to. Madam, mm. we, we have run out of time. You lie. Can you believe it? This you is, lie, Mabali. I'm is, talking less next week. This is how we roll. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll take turns in talking. You know, yeah. that's, that's also okay. But, um, it's been fun. Thank you for the, for the tea, for the patron. Yes. And, uh, thank you for being a part of our conversation. We'll be thank back you. with you next week, Tuesday. Let's get my mind out of the old show now. Next week, Tuesday, 11 a.m. And then also, don't forget, you can download the podcast anytime to listen it, um, at your own leisure. Thank you to me, Morake. No, thank you, Mabali Malai. And we'll see you next week on Sipping Tea. This is Cliff Central.